I'm stupid busy right now. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to justify just sitting down to think about, okay, what are the goals of the team for the next couple months and then through the rest of the year and into next? But it's only because there's urgent things. And mm-hmm. this is super important because if I miss this super important thing, all the other urgent stuff isn't going to matter because right. it's going to be working towards stuff that wasn't informed by where are we actually trying to get. Mm-hmm. So the the key would be, what is vitally important for my team to do, to get done, to work towards, and then figuring out how do I use the team that I've got to get that stuff done. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug, and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. So we've recently come through a really busy time at Uptick. We've been doing this new feature called Goals. It doesn't sound like a new feature to anybody, but it is for us. We had a a more bare bones version of that and we really built it out, realizing that there needed to be some more robust parts of goals that we wanted to hit and you and the team worked super hard it was it was it was fun to cheerlead for you all it was sometimes like oh my gosh are they gonna burn out because they're really you know <laughs> burning the candle at both ends it was a lot of work yeah but but it's great i love it i love it but in the process of that i know for you you had some reflection of yourself like you know about your own goals and your team and so talk a little bit about kind of the reflection you've had and how it's changed the way you think about it Yeah, so from the onset when we were trying to design what is it that this new fully built out version of goals is going to include, we're doing a little bit of like back to basics now. How do I actually set a goal? Because goal setting is, as we know, there's everyone's written a blog post about it and everyone has a different opinion of ways to do it. Uh, But we're trying to distill it down like how do you actually choose what to work on? Mm Mm-hmm. Because until you know what you're supposed to focus on, then you can work on setting a good goal mm-hmm. based on that context. But I started writing out things for the team and thinking like, what are the things that I need our team to accomplish? Mm-hmm. What are and what are the things that you know? Because we're a small company, you and I working together, setting you know what are the goals that we have for our company? Mm-hmm. I was able to go to that level and mm-hmm. then say, okay, now for the team that I'm the teams I'm leading, what are their what's their contribution to that? Mm-hmm. And then then figuring out. Okay, yeah. What is Alex's portion gonna mm-hmm. be? What is my portion gonna be that mm-hmm. I can work with you to set and and what's what and whatnot? And so what what we came down to when we were actually building it out was making sure that all the fundamentals of goals were were there. Like it has a name. That's all we had before was a name. And if you were making progress or if it was done. But you know, who who it's assigned to, who else should be in the loop and getting updates on this thing? Mm-hmm. Not like every single ping of every notification, but the bigger updates when mm-hmm. something's getting done and why it's important, why it's worth working on, scope, right. the scope of it so we know when we should stop working on it and when we're done and mm-hmm. time frame of when you start and when you're going to finish and um, you know, the, kind of the key points of things that you need to get done along the way. So along the whole process while we were building it, the irony of this is that nobody on the entire team had any specific goals for themselves to find. <laughs> Perfect. The goal was build and finish and release goals. Right. And we all talked about it at varying levels. It was there was like a base understanding that that was what with what the focus was. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but it still felt pretty crappy at the end of the quarter when we're like, yep, okay, we're doing quarterly evaluations and talking about your goal progress for the quarter. Well, the goals project was the primary goal, getting it done and released. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scope was all figured out along the way of building it. So fast forward to now today, um, about a week and a half after reviews, we're figuring out this week and into next, what is everyone's specific goals going to be going forward? Yeah. It, when you talk about that process, I mean, we've all been there where we have this gigantic goal in front of us and we just kind of, you know, uh, you know, grind our way through it to get there. Mm-hmm. What, what would have made it better looking back on it? Yeah. I mean, the, we've, we've just did a whole retrospective on the whole project because it was planned to be six weeks and it ended up stretching to be more like 12. Mm-hmm. We had some points in time where we stopped and said, are we, is this still important enough for us to continue on? Mm-hmm. And so that was that was a good part of it. Was we didn't just keep going until it was done. Right. We didn't. We Did never diesel on forever. Yeah, we decided this is still worthwhile. Mm-hmm. This is still important for us to to work on. So what would make it better along the way um, was more. I mean, honestly, just having a little bit more idea of specifically what the scope was going to mm-hmm. be throughout the project. Some things in software development, in like many other jobs, you. You think you've got the full picture and then you get in and you realize the picture is 50% Mm -hmm. larger. And then you have to figure out what am I going to strip away Mm -hmm. that's not essential to help make us so we can finish on time and on budget or as close to that as we have the appetite for. Mm -hmm. So going forward, well, we we talked about it and like trying to find these bigger projects and whenever we tell ourselves we can't strip strip any more away or we can't trim it down any further, Pausing again and saying, really? Are we sure? Is there mm-hmm. not a simpler version of this mm-hmm. that we can attack first? Because mm-hmm. um, something Ray, uh, uh, our CEO and owner, has talked about is like any project that's going to go on past six months, you might as well just say it's never going to end. Because right. if you're saying this is a six-month project, you're already saying, I don't know enough to actually tell you if it's five or seven mm-hmm. or 12. Right. Right. But six sounds like a nice halfway in the year Right. Good luck with that. And I hope you have an unlimited budget. Yeah. 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 And so you could stack up a bunch of things and say, okay, the, the sum total of these look like they'll take mm-hmm. that long. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of saying the, that six months is the flexible time frame. But I know each of these component pieces mm-hmm. are roughly estimated well. And with estimates, estimates are estimates. We we do our best. We try to get better with all of it. But the the main thing is trying to strip things down to be smaller, completable chunks that can be done inside of like a month or a month and a half mm-hmm. so that nothing gets so far away from the completion mm-hmm. date that we can have a realistic feel of confidence of mm-hmm. completing it on time. You know, you said something to me a couple of months ago that I thought was genius. You know, we were talking about about goals and about, you know, how long we think goals should take. And some people are like, well, I don't care how long it takes. It, it, it just needs to get done. It's like, well, do you really not care how long it takes? So if if in your brain you're thinking it's six weeks and it takes six months, are you going to be happy? Mm-hmm. Well, no. Okay, well, well, so then you do have a budget in your brain. Why not set the budget in your brain and so that everybody kind of knows? Because I, from my experience, when I have a goal without any kind of definition to it, this sort of amorphous thing, I don't even really know when I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, none of the process feels good, which is what you just expressed. Like we, you know, we we sort of wish we had had Uptix goals module before we were building Uptix goals module because yeah. it would have been likely to have been more effective, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so now as we're going forward and looking at, you know, what's what's the time left 
um, in Q3, and, you know, we were a little delayed even getting in our reviews done. And so now, okay, what are we going to focus on for the next, for the remainder of the quarter? The, mm-hmm. I guess basically the last two months because we don't want to keep extending and right. starting this endless extension of time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what's going to be our main focus? And so what I'm talking about with each person, and we haven't all met yet, but is what's something that's going to be for your personal skills and professional development, a goal that you can focus on between now and um, in the end of September? And then what's something that's more work product focused, a goal that is going to contribute to pushing the team ahead? Mm-hmm. Um, and your, your skills development will obviously help push mm-hmm. the team ahead, but something that was something that's more like work product focused. Mm-hmm. And talking with each person, but in order to figure out which one we should choose, I had to first think more about, okay, where does the team need to go? What do we need to accomplish as a team? And uh, what, are our, what are our goals basically at a company level? Let me clarify something real quick. So you said, where does the team need to go? When, when you're thinking about goals, and you're thinking about, okay, we have the corporate goals, we want to serve the corporation, mm-hmm. how do you incorporate then uh, the, the, the needs of the team member? So each team member is different and kind of what they can take or how they're coming out of the previous cycle that we had or whatever. How do you take that into account? Yeah, I'd say that I'm still very much on the learning curve, mm-hmm. figuring that one out. But I'll just share a little bit about what we're doing right now. And mm-hmm. so right now, one of our main things is uh, at the company level is figuring out how we can grow our customer base. Mm-hmm. And so in running the product team, which where we're building the software, there's there's trade-offs where we make. Sometimes we're focusing on building things that are improving the life of customers that we already have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're building things that are meant to draw in new people. Mm-hmm. And you would probably say like, well, if your actual goal is just to draw in new people, you should exclusively focus on the things that are going to bring in more accounts. Mm-hmm. And on one moment, I say yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then Here's I the talk. <laughs> and then I talk with Britta and customer success, and she goes, "These people just churned. They they quit using the product because of these reasons." And we're like, "We've known about those things for a long time." Mm-hmm. And if we can continue doing nothing about it, it's they're not the first account that's left us for that same reason. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is, like we just uh, kind of got out of the habit of using it or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that wasn't quite sticky enough for mm-hmm. them. So then I'm stuck with uh, trying to prioritize these two paradoxes of invest in new things that are going to draw people in or invest in things that are going to keep people around. Mm-hmm. And so when thinking about our, that gets into like what projects do we work on? Mm-hmm. But then thinking about the needs of our team, some people need to be f- wanting to develop new skills because they want to keep growing in their progression of their career. And it makes sense for us. We can, there's a spot for them to do that. Mm-hmm. So then I can say, great, let's press on, let's press forward into that, which is going to help our team in these other ways mm-hmm. for for some other people, it's they're looking at how do I, um, how do I prioritize? Like, there's three possible projects that I could put time into. Like, data usage analytics is one that uh, we're talking about versus like doing more uh, definition of new ideas. Mm-hmm. How do we decide between those two things? Well, right now, given our current th- problems of trying to figure out how do people get in to use the product mm-hmm. and keep using it, and what's maybe causing that to not go so well. Mm-hmm. Understanding that from a data analytics side, super mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. So that's where it was an easy yes to be like, yep, that should be a focus. Mm-hmm. And maybe it won't take the whole two months to do something mm-hmm. like that, but that'll be a focus for one of our team members. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess it's kind of thinking about what is this person looking for? What do they, what do they like doing? What are they hoping to do? What do they need to be stretched in? Mm-hmm. And then other things like um, there's some just like processes we need to keep getting mm-hmm. better at. Like there's a, a, a common theme on the team right now that I thought of is like we have a, by the nature of having a small team, only 11 people total and then six people working in the software, um, there's a lot of single points of knowledge. Like mm-hmm. this one person has done this thing. Mm-hmm. This one person is kind of always taking care of that thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that person should be able to go on vacation without getting a phone call right? if the system goes right. crazy. Right. And that's not good. It's not healthy for us if someone was to up and leave, whatever that would happen, you know, you plan for the for the worst case scenarios. And so we have too many single points of knowledge. So there's a little bit of this quarter of trying to figure out, okay, how do we assign those things to help bring someone else up to speed specifically or get better documentation around it so someone else can pick up the pieces? Yeah, you know, it's interesting as you're talking, the, the thing that, that strikes me is the why of all this is really important. Like being able to yeah. just tell somebody, this is why I'm asking you to do this. We have too many single points of knowledge or we have, or, or you know, you know, you, you really want to develop in this particular role and we need you to. So this is the why. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we all experience the doldrums of goals, right? Okay, this goal is taking forever or it's like, you know, it's, I'm not making the progress that I want. And sometimes it's nice to know, oh yeah, this is why we decided this was important. And I know for me as a manager, even evaluating that the way you just did for us on the podcast here, um, it's good for me to go, oh yeah, this isn't just something I dreamt up because I want to give them some work. There's actually a why behind it. Like this is important. It's important for me to have this done for our company. And it's important that I ask Ed to do it because he's singularly gifted to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the sorts of things that I think sometimes we're a little flippant with goals. I have been a little flippant with goals. Like, yeah, I'm just going to throw a goal out there. Well, I should know why this matters. Exactly. I should know why this is a big thing for their benefit as well as for my own. Yeah, especially when it comes to the execution. Mm. Like we could set some goals about we want to be able to onboard this many users mm-hmm. or we want to be able to um, have anybody on the team release a new app update. Mm-hmm. So it's not just these couple of people that might do it. Um, whatever those the goals might be, those have to come from somewhere of like, this is the problem they cause if we don't do it, or this is the trade-off that we don't want to have if we don't do it, or or what's this great benefit if we do do it? Mm-hmm. Um, so risk avoidance versus opportunity seeking. Yeah. And when, when I don't get to the higher level of thinking about why do we need this as a team or as a company, then I'm just looking at, okay, what's your skill set? What's, what's something that seems like it would be good to mm-hmm. do, seems, seems valuable, but then if I was to go back and say, how do I connect that thing that we gave you to, to focus on for the quarter or for X amount of time, how do we map that to our ultimate goal of growing the business mm-hmm. and educating more managers on how to lead their teams well? How does your goal of whatever the thing was connect to those two? Well, we'd have to rationalize how we connected it because we're doing it retrospectively mm-hmm. instead of going from the top goal down mm-hmm. and it's saying like, oh, what's something that someone has the capacity to do rather than what needs do we have and who has the capacity to do them? Right. You know, it was interesting. We had a, one of our team members was working on a project a, a few months ago and he asked the question, he, okay, why am I doing this? Like, what is, what is, what is this for? I mm-hmm. thought you had a great answer. It's like, in order to have a fully featured product, we need to have this particular thing in our in our product so that people know that we're that we mean business or something. I forget how exactly how you said it, but it was like, oh, so what I'm doing is super important. 
Yes. <laughs> it's vitally important. We need yeah. to have it done. I thought it was great. Well, and there's another example too, um, with like, why are we building a certain feature? Is it for marketing purposes or is it for, because see, people are actually asking for it. Uh-huh. And it's good because there's two valid reasons. Right. You know, most things you don't build just for marketing purposes, but right. some things people ask for and they never use, but you just need to be able to say, yes, we sure. got it. So when there's two options like that, and they're like, because people are going to use this thing every day, mm-hmm. or because people just need us to be able to say yes, mm-hmm. you you put different levels of focus into how you build it. You put a lot more emphasis and effort into something that people are going to use every single day mm-hmm. of the product. And so defining why it's important helps clarify decisions that we make. And when there's, especially when there's two valid reasons why clarifying which one it is right. can also be super important. Super important, yeah. We'll, we'll have a link to a... a uh, blog post that we have where it talks about goals. It talks about the why, what, when, who, and how. And you can read the blog post to figure out what that actually means. But we want to make yeah. make the make sure that those things are clear for our teams. Anything that as you're processing now, looking ahead in the next two months, okay, anything that, that kind of stands out to you like I must do this in order to bring clarity for the team? Yeah. And I say this is something for anybody else that's listening to you. Whether you have clear goals from your next lineup managers or senior leaders or even your company goals, or, or if you don't, specifically if you don't and you are still trying to figure out what maybe goals to set for the team because you want to have that set, you need to manufacture, and I say manufacture, I mean like you need to create what you believe those to be. And you can even lead up by going to your leaders and say, look, I'm, I really want to understand what your goals are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how can I get my team aligned with those? So that'd be the first thing is actually go ask them for some. Mm-hmm. And so you figure out how to get your team aligned and contributing to those. But if right. if you don't have any of that and you're needing to create it for yourself, taking the time to just sit down and I'm stupid busy right now. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to justify just sitting down to think about, okay, what are the goals of the team for the next couple months? And then through the rest of the year and into next. But it's only because there's urgent things. And mm-hmm. this is super important because if I miss this super important thing, all the other urgent stuff isn't going to matter because right. it's going to be working towards stuff that wasn't informed by where we actually trying to get. Mm-hmm. So the, the key would be what is vitally important for my team to do to get done, to work towards, and then figuring out how do I use the team that I've got to get that stuff done. Mm-hmm. And who on the team will be pumped about working on this chunk? Who's going to have to get stretched to fill out this one because we don't have anybody mm-hmm. who fills that yet? Mm-hmm. Who on the team is just super burnt out and doesn't need a gimme, but needs something to like either rebuild the confidence mm-hmm. or it's just something that they're really good at mm-hmm. and they can just operate in their sleep in it and they can just crush it because it's something that's in their wheelhouse. And so thinking about that too, like what do I need to get done with the resources of everybody's skills on the team, mm-hmm. who's the best fit for each thing? And, and asking them about it, not just telling them they're right. the best fit. Well, and, it, and in order to do all of that, you actually need to have the margin yourself yeah. to think about it and make the time. And that's a whole other podcast that we won't go into right yeah. now. Well, and when I said like, I'm stupid busy right now, right. that's not a badge of honor. That's, right. that's saying I've let things get out of hand and that's not helping the team. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at UpTickApp, or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out UpTick by visiting UpTickApp.com.
www.thepowerofpositivity.com.